As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, how could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Hello from Massachusetts. We from are... Massachusetts. Guys, this is the first time we've ever done Campfire Stories live together. I was going to say next to a campfire. <laughs> <laughs> But both. This is the first time we've done Campfire Stories live together. We're literally touching one another. Yeah, so we're so close. We're keeping each other warm by the by the cool fall campfire. If you in check out our Instagram story, you'll see Corinne at the fire. We're all, we're all, Corinne and I we're all, all are here, staring in the flame. We are. Do you guys hear the fire? Can I bring the microphone to it real yeah, quick? Yeah, just do it real quick. We'll just see. Did That's you, some ambiance, baby. Did you all hear it? Oh, Courtney says, meh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're by a fire. You'll just have to imagine it. We Sarah, took a little picture in a video. Who is whispering? 
Why is everyone saying, did no one hear the whispers? Guys, I'm going to shit myself. Well, I just We're made literally it outside by campfire. You can't We are that. at like an older inn. So who knows the history? This used to be the Sea Captain's Inn. We are in a historic town. A lot of the houses date back to the 1700s. So it's possible that it's haunted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just disturbed by how many people are in the chat saying, what do you mean? I heard noises. I heard whispers. Hmm. Well, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Guys, we we have some liquid courage in our blood tonight. <laughs> oh, we sat at the tavern. Okay, but to be fair for a second, Corinne's fiance, Brian, shout out to what you because... Corinne and I had spent the whole day together. We went to Salem. We got our like a Polaroid of our auras. We got readings. Mm-hmm. And we walked into a shop that was like very, very, very bad energy. And then we came back and we recorded. We did some like work. We've just been hanging out. And Brian, bless his beautiful little heart, big heart, to be fair. <laughs> he sent he us. Care. He doesn't have that. No, but it is a big heart. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he sent us. Wine and cheese. He sent us a cheese board. He sent us spinach and artichoke dip. He sent us a bottle of rosé. We got a knock on our door as we were wrapping up recording. We were about to go into some other podcasting stuff. And we have room service with all this stuff. And they said, this is from someone's fiance. And I was like, well, only one of us are unmarried at the moment. So I'm the only one not wed here. And we just started drinking a glass. And truly, we had one glass. And then we were editing something special for all of you, which that's the only hint we'll give you. And don't slip up. (laughs) We started cackling at a part and couldn't stop laughing. And we were like, oh my gosh, is the wine hitting us? And then we went and got another drink. And now here we are. Well, then I texted Brian. I go, oh my gosh, thank you so much for the wine. Like we're having such a good time. We're we're feeling so giggly, so light. And he goes, oh, that will be perfect for campfire stories. I go, ooh, (laughs) thank you for reminding me that's what I'm supposed to do in an hour. Which also I will have to I already told Corinne this moments ago, but I was like, wow, I am impressed that you do this at 8 p.m. every week because I am You're on tired. my time. So it, Yeah, we're, we're a wee bit tired. But guys, we're, we ventured around Salem today. Freya, I know. Brian, such a cutie. I'm such a cutie. We ventured around Salem. It was yeah. a blast. And we haven't seen as many Halloween costumes as we would like. So... Oh, wait, though, I was waiting for Corinne when she was getting her reading done. And I was standing there and a man walked past me and went, <laughs> behind my ear. And I truly jumped and turned around. And it was it, the, the, the most amazing thing about Salem during this time of year is the fact that no one's paid to do that. I mean, granted, like there are people who do tours around Salem, but this man was truly just doing it because he wanted to do it. And it was scary. Okay, wait a second. What? Sorry, I don't mean to immediately pivot That's off okay. of what you were saying, but I do think it's interesting that sometimes we there are just strangers on the street that, that do these things. <laughs> will will we be those people one day? Yes. Absolutely. Are we already? Year. Maybe. Um, Okay, Sonia said, did you guys see the Airbnb opening up in Salem, the one that's a replica of the Sanderson sisters' house? Oh. Absolutely, I did. It goes on the market. Well, why am I saying on the market? Like we're going to be able to buy the house. It is on Airbnb. The host is listed as the Sanderson sisters. So this must be some sort of like PR for the movie because you can only rent it for one day. It's $35 and it goes on sale. Like only one person can basically rent it. Oh, that's And I believe it's tomorrow at 1 p.m. <gasps> Should we do I it? I swear it's the 12th. Well, Austin, 500,000 other people. Well, it might be us. It. We might get it. Okay, we can charge more. Um, I feel like if everyone, if anyone else gets it, you have to invite us if you get it too. Okay? That's the number We're one thing. We have to. Yeah. Or just like invite us over for dinner. Please. Please. Okay. Um, but yes, it's... <laughs> Dawson called me Connie or Corey. Um, <laughs> Someone else called Corinne Connie today. It's okay. Yeah, I get, You're I not the first. called Connie. <laughs> oh my God. But basically, yeah, so it's this it's this house. It's technically right outside of Salem. It's in Danvers, Massachusetts, but they made it into a like 
almost perfect replica of the Sanderson so sisters' cool. house. It is so fucking cool, Serena. I need to show you the pictures. Okay, we'll look at it afterwards. We we will, but it's so cool. It's only thirty five dollars for one night. It's the only only night. one person gets it. One person gets it for one night. It's gonna be us. And that night, okay, so it goes on for tomorrow, but then you rent it for. Is it Halloween night? It's the 27th. Oh, just Thursday, the 27th. Why then? Because I feel I like they come back on Halloween. So that's interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. Would you come back out here if, if yes. I got it? If we got it, yes. Okay. Okay. Sick. Sick. <laughs> this is like better than Coachella. Are you kidding? Anyway, I have to read this. I didn't okay. even read it fully. But Mackenzie said, fun fact that nobody cares about. <laughs> well, guess we do. <laughs> the Pickering House in Salem, Massachusetts has been standing since the witch trials and my last name is pickering oh mackenzie you're being called here i wonder if there's a connection familial wise interesting okay you guys so we did do readings today we won't get too too into detail of them just because we'll probably do it on a full episode and what's all the dirty dates dirty dates we'll get naked and undress ourselves later but um but over audio so you'll yeah. never you'll never know <laughs> you'll never know how hot it is how hairy it really is <laughs> <laughs> anyway the point is that we're here for ghost stories with all of you so real quick we did readings today in salem massachusetts and there were some really interesting things that came through um i don't know where to what specifically to say do you want to tell like two things or one one or two things that you heard? Yeah, I was told that a cat is coming into my life and that it was darker, not black, but like grayish and like dusty looking. So shout out to um, my future kitty cat. And yeah. To my husband, Nick, who doesn't understand that I'm bringing one home, apparently. And we got the readings done at Ascend for in Salem for anyone yeah. who wants to know. We we got both of our aura auras photographed and then the yeah. readings. Done. And our auras looked so similar. They were almost identical. Mine had, they said that, so on my right side, there was like this white light next to me. And they said that that is a male presence. Yes. Guardian type of thing. They also said a lot of people that come in as groups, like really good girlfriends or are like parents and children who come in and are really close end up getting the same sort of aura reading because you feed off the other person when you're with them. And so Mm -hmm. we, we end up, and we also end up like gravitating towards people who are, have similar energies or like the energies that we're looking for, which oftentimes are, are, I guess, ourselves. Similar to our own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was really cool. Just interesting to see how similar ours were. So Larissa asked, how does one photograph an aura? Interesting question. We didn't know either. We had to sit down and we had to put our hands on these metal things. Sensors. Yeah, I'm scared. I was like, are you going to shock me? You did say that. And it didn't. <laughs> but we're still here. No, it, it like it's, en- it's energy wise. And then we counted down from 30. And then when we got to 30, they clicked a button and it took our photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was super interesting. So you, you got told that there was a cat. Yes. I also got your told that my writing job, something is coming. Something is coming. So that's good. There were some other things that we'll get into later. But yeah. I to we'll tell get into now. the dirty deeds. Um, the, the overarching theme of mine was that my spirit guides kept interrupting this psychic throughout the reading. She, we were talking about all these random things all these things throughout the the 30 minutes that I had her. Mm-hmm. And every like five minutes, she'd come back and she'd be like, oh, spirit guides are asking me again to remind you that <laughs> you're supposed to freaking not ignore the signs. Open yourself up. You have yeah. more intuition. You have more abilities. You have more powers. Like for the love of God, stop talking about it. Like you say you're going to do it and then not do anything. And I was like, whoa. Your guides are mad at you. They're pretty, they're pretty mad at me. And also they, they did tell on me at one point because <laughs> in the, Oh God! This the psychic goes. So they're sorry. The the spirit guides are they're interrupting me right now. They're saying that you have like things. You have many things around you. You have like from from past boyfriends or relationships. You have some some stuff like you collect like little tchotchkes from each one. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is something that I don't think 
anyone knows about me, but <laughs> I actually do have an ex-boyfriend box. You have a box? I have a box Corinne of ex-lovers. has a serial killer box for her ex-boyfriends. I do. I have one, one item. <laughs> item from every single person and my spirit guides freaking told on me. <gasps> oh my God. I'm supposed to get rid of them. You so, do. We're going to do a ritual to yeah. remove them all. It's, it's, yeah. I'm not allowed to have them anymore. So you're not. You're with the most wonderful, beautiful man that is Brian. Oh, I am. Yeah, he's he's made <laughs> has a box of ex boyfriend hair and nail clippings. Basically, you know yeah. she loves the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All but it was interesting. Hair. I was like, wow. Yeah, this is something that I thought was secret, and I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but apparently it is, and I I have yeah. to let it go. So I will. You will. And we are going to let go and relinquish control and give it to you, you all. And we'll start with... This is scary. Okay. We're going to start with Jeannie Howard. And Jeannie, then after we're that... Bring you up. Oh, there were two people I wrote down in my notebook that we wanted to bring up. Shoot, you guys. Shoot. I forget because I don't have my notebook right in front okay, of me. Okay. We're going to bring up Jeannie and then we'll we'll remember. Or okay. if you don't, if you remember me saying that I wasn't bringing you up, can you put it in the chat? Yes. Okay, Jeannie, we're bringing you up right now. Can you hear? Uh... Also, there's no theme tonight, by the way. Oh yeah, no theme. Just Jeannie, fun. you're here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, daughter. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, she just wanted to say hi real quick. Aww. Hello. She she loves you guys. Oh, yeah. what's her name? Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, what is Kelsey being for Halloween? Do we have a costume picked out? Um, actually, I'm a, I actually want to be half angel, half witch. <gasps> what? Ooh. Oh my gosh, I love that. Because normally people do like a half angel, half devil, but you're combining our two favorite things, which are angels and witches. That's amazing. What a clever <laughs> idea. Thank you. Not to mention, I You'll have to. Detective for my favorite game, Lisa. <laughs> Jeannie, are you dressing up too? I am. I'm going to be a witch like I pretty much am every year. <laughs> oh, I love it. Does Kelsey see and talk to spirits? I have not seen her uh, do any or like interact or give off that type of vibe. All of my experience have been before I had her. Um, and then we had one incident, um, which is the one I want to talk about. Uh, it's, it was at a lighthouse. Um, spooky lighthouses. Yes. And it's pretty known to be haunted. I think it was on ghost hunters, not sure which episode or anything, but it's a lighthouse. It's on a Naval base in Florida and, uh, my husband was trying to be sweet because he knows I love anything haunted. So he wanted to bring up and then we were going to go up to the top of the lighthouse and you can see the ocean and stuff. So it's like a really nice view. And um, <laughs> we got there and somehow when we started going on the tour, I there's like, you know, all these stairs you have to go up. Um, and my daughter, my husband were kind of in front of me and I was following them and we went into, which is, I think it was the, the ladies of the lighthouse. So it was like their quarters where they slept at and did things. Um, and we went in there, kind of toured it. And then, you know, you get back on the stairs and you keep going up to the top and I was following them and all of a sudden, I don't know what came over me. I got really hot and dizzy and I felt really sick. I felt like I was going to pass out. Oh my gosh. I couldn't breathe. Like I had to stop on the staircase and walk back down because I thought I was going to fall. Um, <laughs> so it was like really scary. And I told my husband and my daughter, I was like, y'all just keep going. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting like vertigo or something. Right. Um, so I go outside and as soon as I get outside, it stopped. Like I felt fine. Wow. And so, you know, we were like the last people there for the tour, like right before they were going to close. So my daughter and my husband came down from the top with like the tour guide um, that was like, I guess, at the top um, with people. So he was coming down to kind of lock everything up. And I was telling my husband, like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I just felt 
really dizzy and, and sick. And I felt really hot. Like I couldn't breathe. And, um, the lighthouse guy, the tour guide was like, Oh, the ladies of the lighthouse must have not liked you. (gasps) Yeah. And so, (laughs) um, I kind of like just stared at him and was like blinking, just like, what, (laughs) you know? And he told me, I guess, you know, it happens mostly to women. They don't like women, other women. Um, and for some reason they didn't like me. I don't know. <laughs> like don't I wouldn't they know that women should be supporting women these days. I know it was, <laughs> it was really strange, but, um, I've had another kind of similar experience on a battleship when I was in high school where I was going like up a staircase, kind of the same thing happened. Like I just felt like I couldn't breathe and I felt sick. And I guess like someone had died, like right near that staircase. Oh come to find out like so you're years later. Yeah. super in tune. It That's was like uh, some serious intuition right there. It was, it was, um, it was really intense and I've had like other things happen to me, but it was more like kind of a, like all my roommates experienced it with me, but I'll have to write you guys. Cause that one's, it's a, it's a long one. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it happened over several months. So please do write it to us. Wait, what was the name of the battleship that you went to? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know it's in Mobile, Alabama. Ooh. Okay. okay. We had some guesses for Pensacola and St. Augustine in the chat. So clearly there's yeah. a lot of comments in one. Yeah. House was. <laughs> okay. Mobile, Alabama. We're writing this down. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I ha- I was actually like in high school and we were in ROTC. So we got to spend the night on the ship and just like certain areas of the ship. Like I didn't really tell any of my classmates cause I didn't, I don't know. I guess I just didn't want to freak anyone out, but mm-hmm. I was like really uncomfortable. I didn't sleep the whole time we were in there and it just smelled like lead paint. And oh <laughs> yeah. So I was like really excited to get off the ship the next yeah. time. But, wow, this is so fa- okay. We're going to do some uh, research and maybe some possibly field work. Yes. We're heading to Alabama. Yeah, wait, will you bring us? <laughs> we want to go back with you. Um, so the lighthouse is in Pensacola. Definitely look that up because there is like a lot of stories and history with it. I'm pretty sure Ghost Hunters or one of the ghost hunting shows did an episode on it. I can't remember which one, but it's there's and there's like a house kind of near it, like adjacent to it, um, to the lighthouse. And that's also haunted. I didn't experience oh. anything there. But Randy in the chat just said that that's where their story is from too. It's, a, it's basically same experience in a mobile Alabama hotel. I might be saying it wrong. Yeah, a tour guide. Interesting. It's it's a uh, it's very Florida and Alabama have a lot of history and a lot of uh, activity that because I, I grew up in sure. Florida. So, <laughs> well, we'll add those stops to our road trip because we'll pick you up on the way. Yeah. We'll just have a big bus and whoever wants to jump on along the ride can. That would be fantastic. (laughs) Okay. Well, definitely email us your next story and please, please, please send us a photo of your costumes of yours and Kelsey's because that we can't wait to see what they look like. Yes. We are super excited for Halloween. (laughs) Wait, will you tell me the, the dog in your profile picture? What's your dog's name? Uh, her name is Marilyn. She's Marilyn. She looks so precious. She's giving the same look that my dog used to give. Oh, so sweet. Such velvety little cheeks. Mm-hmm. She is um, obsessed with the bathtub. So she will whine almost every night until one of them like, turns Aww. on the <laughs> So cute. She's bougie. She's she very self-care. An evening bath. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Marilyn, we named her after Marilyn Monroe. So it's very fitting. That very. Diva, oh in the best way. Tubs the sweetest. Oh, thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. You too. You too. Oh, thank Bye. You. Thank Bye, you. Kelsey. Wow. Okay. Let's bring up Cassandra. Okay, next. Cassandra. Yes, Cassandra. We were supposed to bring up you before. Whoa. What is English? Last week. Last week. Hello, Cassandra. Hello. <laughs> Hi. What's your puppy's name? Her name is Roxy. Um, Roxy. Yeah. Well, she just stood up right now because I called her name. Aww. 
Um, but yeah, so last week, I know that I had mentioned I had a story about my grandpa. So I'll just get into it, I guess. Um, he is originally from Mexico, um, just right across the border from here in Texas. And he used to like to go out a lot. Um, he used to go out with his brothers. They would go like drinking and dancing and stuff. And eventually he, he, his brothers got married and stuff. So he ended up going alone a lot of the time. And grant you, like, this is like very rural Mexico. Like there's not a lot, like it's a basically like, like a little bolita, you know, like dirt roads, not really any like street lights. Absolute, like he can walk from here to his, to the bar. And so there was this one night that he was walking back and a car came up next to him it was a black car and the person they rolled down their window and was like his name was Fidel he just said hey Fidel how's it going um what do you do like where are you heading to and so my grandpa just looked and he was just like who is this person and he <laughs> described him yeah because it was just like he does it like how do you know my name he was freaking yeah, out that's really <laughs> creepy yeah so he described him as this really you know, really put together man, all in black. He had a hat on, gold rings all over his, his hands. Um, he had like a cane and everything, like really put together black car. And he was just like, oh, well, I'm just heading home. He was just like, oh, why don't you hop in? You know, I will, I'll, I'll take you home. So my grandpa, he says, okay. And he gets in the car. <laughs> I would never say, okay. This is like already <laughs> yeah. just so unsettling. I don't know what he was thinking. Even my mom, even my nephew today. Yeah, my gra- my mom actually told my nephew the story not too long ago. He was just like, what is he doing? <laughs> Are you serious right now? And so he gets in the car. Um, they're talking about, I don't know what. And finally they stop and they're like, okay, well, you're home. And so he gets off. He says, thank you. And, you know, he goes to sleep next day or next night. He goes out again. He's walking home again. And same car comes up to him and, you know, he's like, Hey, are you going home again? He's, and my grandpa says, yes. So he's like, okay, well, I'll give you a ride. Right. And he's like, okay, well, I saw you yesterday. You got me home. Why not? Um, gets in, gets off. And so it wasn't until that second time that he got dropped off that he realized, and again, these are like dirt rock roads and you can definitely hear cars coming up from like Mm -hmm. miles away. He did not hear anything. He Ugh. heard not a single thing coming up from, from this car. And then on the way that way, on the way home, it was like the smoothest ride of his life. Like no potholes, like no bumpiness from the rocks or anything, like smoothest ride ever. So so that next morning, uh, he goes to his mom, my great grandma. And he's like, hey, you know, there's this man. He was he came up to me and my grandma gets so mad at him. She's like, are you kidding me? Like, you realize that was the devil. Right. And so and so he's just like, what do you mean? He's just like, that was the devil. Like it was his, How? It was what? his car. Yeah, because it was it was it was a black sedan. It was a black car. OK, yeah. Man, like, very put together. And so he's it's like very suave, uh, apparently, because yes. And so he's like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that was, so he's just like, so my grandma tells him, Hey, you know what? Once you're getting back, cause it was at a crossroad, apparently it goes in the corner of a street that he would always get to and it would come up. And he, my grandma says, when you get to this crossroads, make sure you say hell Mary and an our father. So next night again, he goes out, he's walking home and he's just like, you know what? Let me just. Let me just say this real quick. And so he does, and nothing happens at that crossroads. Um, and so that was something that I think really stuck with him because he didn't get super bad vibes from him, but he just thought the whole experience was like no one from this little town drove cars like that. Like he he would have seen this man somewhere. He just thought it was all strange that so all of a sudden there's a crossroads and he says his prayers and no one comes up. So did he never see this man again? Never, never again. Mm-mm. Probably for the best, right? Yeah, because I know that, you know, in in the Mexican culture, it's always like things happen in threes. So who would have known what would have happened on that third night? Yeah. 
That's true. So. That's so, uh, it's so eerie because it's just like, what did he want? What was he trying to get from the situation? I don't know. It's very, very ominous. Yeah, very. And so when I, because I know that a while back y'all did an episode called Satan Sedan. And when y'all were describing, like when the stories were describing him, I was like, that's exactly how my grandfather does it. Said it. So I just found it really creepy. What if? Us too. What (laughs) if? Once it happens to you, you have to then do it to someone else. It's like one of those like pass on the email chain things. And it's like if you don't send this to 10 yeah. people, you'll be you'll have the dead girl standing at <laughs> your bed in seven days. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe not in this like life specifically, but in the afterlife, you have to do it to someone else. Oh, I don't know. I hope not. Because, <laughs> you know, I was just coming up with worst case scenarios over here. So yeah. The campfire. If you think you're haunted now, let's think about yeah. what could be worse. <laughs> well, you know what makes me feel a little bit better from that is that the same grandpa, he passed away like maybe five years ago. And um, I had a dream after he had passed that, you know, he, he came to wake me up and um, he died of, he had um, esophageal cancer. And so he had a tray cut put put into his throat for the last few months of his life. And I had a dream that he woke me up and he didn't have that. He was talking to me Aww. and he was just like, Hey, just go to like, go to your room. Cause I was, I fell asleep on the couch. And so he woke me up to send me to my room. And he was just like, he, he woke me up to tell me to go to my room. And then he just walked out the front door from the living Aww. room. And when I was just like, I was so confused. I was like, why did he just walk outside? And when I looked out the window, he was looking up at the sky and then when I went outside, he was gone. So <laughs> you saying that wow. just kind of, <laughs> that story makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely, he's watching over you and wow. Yeah. So that makes That's me beautiful. That made me feel better from, especially from that story, knowing that he's, yeah, he's okay. Better. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm very glad that he's watching over you. That's beautiful. And you're safe. <laughs> Hopefully, now I feel like it's a lesson for everyone else not to please do not get in. Yeah, don't get into the car. <laughs> Stranger danger. Okay, exactly. It's the best way to live. Well, thank you so much, Cassandra. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Have a great night. You too. Alrighty. Oh, hi, Kirsten. 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 Hi. Hello. Hi. Really. Well, thank you for yes, Waverly. Okay, so what I have heck? been meaning to tell this story for a while and meaning to write you in about it, but it is the most just vivid ghost story I have. So this happened summer. I was 16. We were on sabbatical and my family's originally from Louisville, Kentucky. I was born there and we still have a lot of family there. And um, we recently watched the Ghost Hunters episode of Waverly. And my mom is very adventurous. So we decided, oh, let's go find it. It was just up the road. So first we tried to just break in um, and were swiftly ushered off the property by the guards that are there 24-7 and should have read the signs that say, do not trespass. Um, So then we actually booked a tour and came back and this was the summer um, in Louisville. So just to set some context, the sun doesn't really go down in Louisville in the summer until like almost 10 o'clock and the tour started around 8 o'clock. And... At the time, the first floor was undergoing renovations and they were going to turn it into a hotel, but the rest of the building had absolutely no electricity whatsoever. It was all vandalized. The owners were trying to have it condemned or the previous owners were trying to have it condemned to build something else there. So just absolutely nothing working in the building. I think this was like uh, 2008, 2009. Um, So the first floor we went up to was third floor and it's eight o'clock. So it's still broad daylight. And the um, tour guide is telling us about the history and we can like, we're in this kind of atrium place um, and we're all looking around. And as he's talking, I looked down one of the hallways and standing there is a six foot tall apparition in the shape of a, like a, of a nurse, just floating down the hallway in broad daylight. You're kidding me. That is a wild. <laughs> no, it was just, I mean... This, it was completely abandoned. Like we just looked down the hall and I was like, um, to the tour guide, I was like, uh, what's, what's that? And he's like, we're not alone. And it was just standing there. It wasn't like menacing or anything. It just was a, another being with us. Um, and 
broad daylight. You could see through it, but it was just the shape of uh, of a nurse just chilling. Um, so interesting too is like this isn't even I mean obviously we know that all these experiences don't necessarily happen at night but like for this to be broad daylight and you to have this such such an extreme vision of or not even vision but like sighting of this and I mean the whole group saw it there was like 10 of us and we all just kind of stared like are we really seeing this and it was like we all had kind of a shared hallucination like because everyone saw it it was it was real yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just wild. So then we go on the tour and we go into this uh, one of the like um rooms where they used to like hold like the dead bodies and they had like these kind of body shelves. Um and my mom and I were in there and we both look at each other and we heard like a whisper whoosh past us and we both heard it and like the tour guide heard it too and we like just looked at us like you hear that and we're like yep that was weird. Um so I'll keep this up. just two more little things that happened. Um, not little, but you know, it, there was a jam packed tour. So, you know, as we go up the floors, it gets darker outside, obviously. And my mom had just recently bought like a brand new camera, right? Like a, a nice, you know, photography camera. And we've been trying to take pictures and nothing was in focus. Like all of the lights were blurred. Um, oh. just nothing would focus. And it, this was a nice camera that she had just bought. It was like a $600 camera. It was like her gift to herself. And none of the pictures would focus. So we got up to the fifth floor Wait, and there's a really... Ask, do you still have these Sorry. photos? We do. Oh, yeah. Send them to us? Yeah, send yeah. them to us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. It's just, it's wild um, that all of this happened on like one tour. Because my sister has gone on other tours and nothing has happened. And then like there's, but there's other tours that like, all of this happens. So we go up to the fifth floor and there's like a creepy swing set up there that was for the kids. And, you know, we could not get a straight picture of the swing set. Just all of the lights would be wishing through it. Um, but one of the, like, as it got darker, one of the things that they do on the fifth floor, like they used to do is that they would have people, they kind of train you to see out of your peripheries to see like how shadows can come in and like by the moonlight. So they'll have people um, walk down this hallway with their arms out so you can see like what comes and attaches to them out of your peripheries. Man, that's so creepy. It's super creepy. So my mom's best friend was with us and she did it first. She just like, this woman is scared of everything, but was like totally willing to just go for it. She did it and we could see like shadows kind of glom onto her. And that was super spooky. Um, Wait, how many? Like you could just see like her shadow getting bigger, right? So you would see her arms and then you could just see things out of the periphery, just kind of like start following her. That's really creepy. Which was super creepy. And then my brother did it and my brother, um, raised Catholic and he's always had a soft spot for the church and Catholicism. He thinks I'm a witch now. Um, like, I actually <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Him, no. Well, I accidentally sent him a spell book instead of like an <laughs> book. So. Accidentally? I, you know, <laughs> it was an I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> it really was an accident. But <laughs> Wait, I need to know more about that. How was it an accident? There's an H.P. Lovecraft book called The Necronomicon that's like an anthology of all these stories. But there's also a spell book called the Necronomicon. And so I was on Amazon and I was like, I'm just going to get the most expensive one because I got him, him like a passive aggressive birthday gift. And I was like, I'll get him something <laughs> he actually likes. And it just another passive aggressive birthday gift. Um, and he got it and he's like, Kirsten, you sent me a spell book. Mubby. Mubby. But now he is also a witch. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, now he's haunted and he blames me for it. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but so he decided to go down the hallway and so, like I said, he's been really religious or goes through bouts of it. Um, and he got really spooked and apparently started like saying the rosary when he started walking down. And we saw like some spirits, like not like things attached to him, like his, his figure grew a little bit, but a lot of them kind of pushed away from him, hmm. which was interesting yeah. uh, and really spooky. Because it sounds like he really was just like protecting himself. Yeah. That's that's kind of what yeah, we like thought. they bounced off of his energy. Yeah. Wow. So that was it was weird to see like the first one go and then him go because you could really see the contrast. Um, or it was, you know, I, I don't think it was our eyes playing tricks on us because it was I mean, it was pretty clear. 
So that was, that was wild. The other one thing, my sister ended up going on a tour there. Um, she wasn't with us this time and she, they went through the whole tour and they didn't have like a ton of experiences, but she said like they got done with the tour and the tour guide said like, it was everyone here is everyone accounted for. And my sister goes, wait, where's the guy in the striped shirt? And the guy goes, who? It, or the, someone goes, who? And the tour guide looks and goes, yeah, um, I saw him too. He was not a part of the tour. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> it was, a, was that the first time the tour guide had seen this man? Yeah, I, I think he'd seen him before, but he kind of knew like, he Oof. seemed familiar with the spirit. And so like my sister had seen it the entire time they were on the tour and then they get done and the person is not there. Oh, I just got chills. We're sitting yeah. by a fire and I'm cold. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's my Waverly story or stories. <laughs> stories. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, so many. Um, oh, and this is I've always said I'm never going to Waverly. But we're Hills, going. But but I don't know. We're going. As much as I'm hearing all of these horrifying tales and reasons why, like maybe I should or shouldn't go. But it's, it's it doesn't me sound kind of like feel more inclined to experience it for myself. Kirsten, it doesn't sound like your experience was like negative, negative, more just like spooky, right? Yeah. So that's that's the thing about like when I saw the full body apparition, I thought I would be scared. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was what was scary was being on like the fifth floor. Like that was scary. Yeah. But the third floor, I mean, it was broad daylight and it just felt like there was a, a person with us that like it just, just another, yeah, company. you know, yeah, being, it didn't Went feel like it, you know, it was malicious or anything. Right. Right. Wow. This is so fascinating. Will you please email us those photos that you have? Yes. Yes, I will. Have you guys gone through like every single one to see if there's like an entity or anything in them? We have. We've tried to go through because like we also went down on the body shoot and tried to take pictures Ooh, and yes. it was just like filled with orbs and I oh mean the body God. shoot. Was, body shoot was sent, to share a whole album with us. We'll, <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll be contributors. Yeah, at, we don't care if there's 300 yeah. photos. We'll, we'll go just through them all. them all. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just wild because it was a brand new camera and nothing would focus. Wow. wow. Jesus. That is wild. And also makes so much sense just based on what we've heard about Waverly. And the body shoot too. Oh. oh my God. The body shoot was, yeah, that that was spooky. I did leave with a headache though. That's one thing I do remember, but. Yeah. I mean, Corinne and I just walked into a shop today in Salem and instantly within seconds of walking in there had the worst headache. And it took us, we like immediately were like, we need to leave. Maybe stepped in like 10 feet if that into the shop and left immediately and had a headache for blocks. Yeah. That was, it's cause it's weird. Cause I'm not prone to headaches. Yeah. And I left that place and I had like a bad headache. Yeah. So. Just proof that there is something, it, there's just clearly so much energy there, whether mm-hmm. it's negative or positive. I mean, I think that I believe there's both, but just all that energy, like it has to go right. somewhere and our bodies are just absorbing it in that way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the fifth floor definitely has, has bad vibes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. thank you. We are so grateful for you joining us. Please send us those photos and we'll um, look through them with uh, an <laughs> eye out for spirits. <laughs> we'll too. Bye guys. Thank you. Bye, Kirsten. All right. We'll bring up Cami. Cami, you're coming up. Three, two, one. You're here. here you are. Cami. Oh my gosh. I didn't think you guys were going to pick me. <laughs> we, you got zero warning. We're like, yeah, we're just, you're <laughs> on the spot now. Yeah. I'm actually at work, but I'm outside of my car at the moment, but um, I do have like four or five super short stories, but I'll just, I'll just start. Um, so I love you guys, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> we um, love you. So, <laughs> so I haven't talked to my cousin about sharing this and I don't think she listens to this podcast. So <laughs> I tell us everything we won't tell. I think she told me this a while ago, so I don't remember the exact details, but I'll start with the one when she was younger. She just has all sorts of stories and she does tarot card readings and Ooh. she even saw um, my grandma that passed away 11 years ago. She saw her spirit once, but anyways. Oh, wow. So when she was younger, she had like this, uh, you know, like those boom boxes, but the ones that only play tapes. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. I used so, to shower to one of those every single day. Last <laughs> nice. That is what my, um, I was in 7 O'Clock Harmony was our 
like singing acapella group. Wow. Before Fifth Harmony, you guys were really up and coming. Seven o'clock Harmony. And because we we would come to school at 7 a.m. And she would record herself singing our parts on tapes, cassette tapes when we play it on those. Yeah, we know we know what time you're talking about. (laughs) We lived it. Anyway, anyway, you're good. You're good. So she had an orange tape and a blue tape. And I believe she didn't really like the orange tape, but the blue tape, she told me that um, she would put it in her tape player and she'd push play. And then all of a sudden there would just be like this really creepy man in her room. Like I don't. I don't remember what she said he looked like, but she said that her third song was her favorite song. And like, she had to start from the first song because if she, he would show up on the first song, but if she tried to like skip to the third song, he would show up anyways. So Uh she's like, I would listen to it all the time, but I'd crawl under my bed and hide until the second song or whatever was over. And then she'd come out and listen to her song. But that one's a little crazy, but this other one. Um, so wait, but can I ask what the songs were? Like what was what was the first song? I honestly have no idea. I didn't ask her, but I do remember her having like a tape of the Domo Origato Mr. Robacho tape. <laughs> so it it may have it may have been that that was her favorite song. I don't know. I'd have to ask her. Interesting. Okay. But, so the next thing she told me, she told me this maybe two years ago, so I don't remember all the details. And I would ask her again, but she'd be like, why are you asking me again? <laughs> um, so she, like I said, she does tarot card readings. And um, I believe it was a neighbor. Um, this gentleman was over at her house and he just had some really bad energy coming off of him. And she just, she doesn't do well with bad energy. And she's like, I really don't want to either house. Yeah. Like, this story creeps me out. But anyways, so she's, like, thinking, like, hey, do you want, would you like a tarot card reading to, like, try and calm the mood, I guess? Anyways, so in her kitchen, there's an island, and she was on one side, and he was on the other, and she goes to shuffle the deck, and a card falls out on the ground, and she looks at it, and it's the death card. <gasps> nope and not what you want right this guy's already angry and like she's just getting really bad vibes from him so she like puts the card under her foot and like scoots it over more so he can't see it uh anyway she did his reading and then i believe it was like a week or two later he freaking killed his wife and himself <gasps> in front of their kids no 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 oh, no, no. no yeah so oh, i mean God. this cousin has all all sorts oh my of gosh and she told me that in person and she lives really far away from me i don't live anywhere near my family but like i did get to spend some time with her and she told me and i'm just always like tell me some creepy stories wish um so your cousin yeah. just like things happen to them all the time yeah she said it's been happening ever since she was little and i'm like why didn't you ever tell me and she's like i don't know i was scared and like my family ended up moving from kind of where her family lived when I was like nine. So we didn't really get to grow up together. And she's about seven months younger than me. Oh, um, but I like to hear well, now, now stories. you get to take opportunity to be close with your cousin and talk oh, about yeah. all the experiences she has. Brynn is now freaking crazy. me out because I think ever since you started telling your story, she has been looking over her shoulder. She's been looking behind I us. I am. And I'm, I'm sorry. Like, no. no, that's okay. I just it's, feel like it's also I Korean. feel people looking at me. I feel like I'm hearing shit. <laughs> Sabrina, you're hearing shit too. You oh no, I keep looking at you because you keep looking. I keep looking at you. I didn't think I was going to creep you out that bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sufficient. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> I have. Oh, I wrote down all these stories before I came outside. Do you have another one? Well, we'd love to share yes. hear another one. I, I have, I had three more, but I can't remember. Anyways, these ones are super short. So um, I'll start with this one. So I got in trouble at work the end of June. Somebody lied and said that I said something that I 100% didn't say. So I was very depressed for a good I'm month. Sorry. I, it's okay. She's going to get what's coming to her. But anyways, um, like my dad passed away in July. His birthday is also in July. So sorry. 
it's okay. He had brain cancer, but that's besides the point. So I was just having a really bad month because that happened. And like, I was just bawling all the time. Um, I'm not sure if Jason wants me to bring up his name, but um, he told me that my dad would be there. And if I ever felt like a hand on my shoulder, that it would be him. And like, I've never really experienced anything per se. Um, but like I was driving home from work one night with my husband and I felt a hand on my shoulder and I like looked over at him and I'm like, did you touch me? He's like, no. And he wasn't like his elbow, like was closer to my arm than his hand. And he's like, Mm -hmm. no. And I was super creeped out. Well, that's comforting, right? Like, especially having that context with Jason, who he's very in tune and has given a lot of messages to a lot of our listeners and yeah, I mean, I do 100% believe your your dad is watching over you. Oh, yeah. he's Jason said so many things to me that have been comforting. But super quick, I did remember my other story. And you're going to want to hear this one. Yeah, and then okay. The last, <laughs> the last one. The last Despite one. Despite looking over like my shoulder the whole 10 time. 10 seconds. Also, are you so, from the Midwest? I live in Minnesota, but I'm from Idaho and Utah. I heard some Minnesota in your in your voice. <laughs> I've only lived here for like almost six years, so I mean, I guess I'm six years up is on. quite a while. Seeping <laughs> in, yeah, it's coming. I'm up really proud because Nick like Nick always talks about how you can pick things up, and I was just like, I think I hear it. <laughs> of course you do. I I figured you would recognize it. <laughs> anyway, but, sorry to interrupt. So, okay, I want to hear. Sorry, I'm taking so long, but no, I, no. I just remembered this one, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot this one. So. <laughs> Like I said, I haven't really had any experiences myself, but like, so when I was little, my dad told, I don't remember who he told, but he told us a story about, um, I didn't know at the time, but it was a Ouija board and how he's like, don't ever use one. I heard the story one time about somebody was playing with a Ouija board and the table rose up to the ceiling and they got (gasps) like squashed against the ceiling. I don't know if he was trying to scare me or what, but it worked. Anyways. I've never done it, except I downloaded an app on my iPad because I'm just like, I want to talk to my dad. I mean, I know Ouija boards aren't good, but like, it's an app and I'm like, it's not going to do anything. Of course. Yeah, totally understandable. Anyways, it basically said, I thought I was like, am I talking to my dad? And it's like, yeah, but it wasn't. So I think it was just like an automated thing. But anyways, it said it was like a four-year-old girl who was murdered and she's like, burn my bones and I'm like where's your bones and she's like under your house which couldn't really have been possible because my husband had built the house about four years before that we do have some crazy neighbors that like I need to tell you guys a story about that another time (laughs) but um so um she was like under the house and I'm just like whatever this isn't real I close the app and set my iPad off to the side and then all of a sudden, your podcast titled Goodbye starts playing on my phone. No. Yeah. And I don't no, think it was no. even in the queue. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So. You're scaring me so much. <laughs> my stories aren't even that scary. I'm sorry. You guys it's, creep me out even more. Anytime we hear people tell us stories about like, wasn't, isn't Goodbye about Ouija boards too? I don't remember. I'd have to go back. I'm I mean, pretty I think sure it is. is. I think, I think there's is. just so many stories that I haven't to okay, you and I haven't realized spin. it. Positive spin on that. Maybe it was just a reminder to not play with real Ouija boards. Yeah. Like maybe that's would, been our ghost being like, hey, Cammie. Don't do it. Let's not dabble in this darkness. Yeah, probably. So yeah. I probably won't ever, but I mean, like, I'll... I'll totally like talk to Jason and eventually find a a psychic. But like, I'm so broke right now. My husband's been super sick since July 2020 and in the hospital 20 times. So anyways, besides the point, my last story. So like I was saying earlier, my dad passed away um, in July 2010. Um, There's so much I want to say about this, but I'm going to skip it. Um, So the day that we actually buried him and put him in the ground my aunt decided to take a picture of the sky and my dad's face was in the sky and we have the picture Um, my aunt took it to one of their friends or something and they enhanced his his mustache a tiny bit and his eye a tiny bit but I have the original and the edited one I'll have to send you the original one but 
and a picture of my dad. You can 100% see his face in the Yeah, will you send these to us? This is, oh, that's beautiful. This is really incredible. So it was just like him saying like, I'm here even though you can't see me. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's, I mean, that's very much now you can see me. Here I am to prove that I'm watching over you. Yeah. That was the really only story I wanted to tell you about the clouds, but I'm like, what else can I tell you? And then I thought, well, you just told us a lot. (laughs) Yeah. You've experienced a lot. I'm sufficiently spooked. (laughs) Um, Does your cousin listen to the podcast? Have you converted your cousin to the triangle? The pyramid I've scheme? tried, but send us she, her email. We'll okay. bully her into it. <laughs> I'll have to get it. But she's just her life is kind of hectic right now. Like she's got. Fine, just send us her her, her yeah. home address. We'll show up. Oh, totally. <laughs> we'll help her out. We'll sort out her life problems, and then she'll have time to listen. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll tell her and be like, I may have told your stories on the podcast, and I probably got them wrong. <laughs> and now, Corinne and Sabrina are obsessed with you, and so you have to listen. Oh my gosh, she has so many stories. <laughs> she told me more than that. And I'm just like, you're going to have to tell me a story every time I FaceTime, you know? Yes. So well, anyways, I will send you the picture you. and her email. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with us tonight and for joining us. We are so grateful. Thank you guys so much for picking me. I just, I did. I never thought you guys would ever pick me, but well, I was like, I'm going to so update my picture. Did. Sorry for giving you no notice before we brought you up. (laughs) You're good. I just wanted to say I wanted to update my picture and then I'd be like, maybe they'll pick me because I have three dogs in my picture. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's a trick for everyone. If I think of any more stories or get any more stories from her, I'll definitely email you guys. Thank you so much, Cammie. Thank you, Cammie. You You too. Bye. Okay, well, now Corinne and I are sufficiently spooked and... Mm -hmm. Um, have to go stay a night in a strange place, new place. I barely spoke this episode. I was, I was, Corinne was truly fidgeting, looking over her shoulders the entire time. I was security this episode. (laughs) I was looking over my, I was making sure to be very safe, but I didn't feel safe with the way security was on edge. (laughs) What's over there? I hear a noise. (gasps) That was me for the past. Oh my gosh. Well, we are so grateful for all of you joining us and we're so glad that we were able to do it in person today. Corinne is sending the Discord link in the chat, so go join us. We are going to go make some popcorn and probably pour another glass of wine and get in our comfies and, I don't know, maybe watch the watch Wednesday. Oh, yes, show. Yes. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm done. Good night. I'm ready. Good we night. will see you on the other side. Bye-bye. Very spooky. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep, hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.